1: Enjoy a weed-free summer at the lake, courtesy of Aquaside. One easy application of Aquaside pellets can eliminate weeds in lake muck. Yeah. Aquaside has been trusted by hundreds of thousands of lake homeowners since 1960. Neglecting aquatic weeds can hamper recreational activities like swimming and boating. Lake weeds can also provide breeding habitats for insects. Make your lakeshore beautiful this summer with Aquaside. Call 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. In the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company.
2: What's up, guys? It's Vikings Ventline. We are still rolling around here in the offseason. The NFL season is just around the corner. Preseason, Second game of the preseason tomorrow against the Indianapolis Colts. We're going to have a couple of Vikings event line guests join us here in just a second. Nicole and Justin will be our guests here today. We're going to talk a little Vikings preseason. We'll talk some expectations, of course, get their record predictions. This is the most interactive show uh, in all of Vikings land. So thank you for everyone who has supported us. If this is the first time you are discovering us, thank you very much. Hit that subscribe button, and we will be pumping out daily Minnesota Vikings content for you uh, here on our YouTube channel. We're also on Apple, Spotify, ScoreNorth.com. Basically, however you consume your podcasts, uh, we are there for you. Uh, and also, if you'd like to get in on a future episode of Vikings Ventline, we'll still do a couple more, even though the regular season is about uh, three weeks away. Uh, we'll still have plenty of um, Vikings vent Line conversation. So shoot me an email. It's scrolling across that bottom of the screen right now. It's Vikingsventline at gmail.com Vikingsventline at gmail.com. And I will gladly uh, put you in queue by the way, Vikings vent lines, of course sponsored by Surly brewing company. Don't just settle, get Surrey, get Surly. I should say judge Zolgad has been Surly for the last few weeks. He's been pumped up for this partnership. And of course we'll be very furious too, after many Vikings wins or losses, because there's no matter what happens, we we're always still furious. So, Surly Brewing, thank you for powering Vikings' vent line. Also, uh, Vikings fans get pumped because it's game time with the new Vikings scratch offs from the Minnesota State Lottery. Playing, you can win up to a hundred thousand dollars with their new five dollar game. Plus, score great second chance prizes like Vikings tickets and merch. And there's also a $2 Skull game with a top prize of $15,000. So if you're a big fan and ready for some big fun, then get pumped and say say IMN to the Vikings scratch games from the Minnesota State Lottery. You must be 18 years or older to play. All right, logistics are out of the way. Let's, uh, let's bring in our guests. We got Nicole. We have Justin here for another edition of Vikings Ventline. Nicole, Justin, thank you for joining us. Nicole, you've had a blood relative. Your brother was on this show not too long ago, about a month ago, and he was talking you up. So now I'm glad you're uh, able to come on here and give some Viking sticks.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, Josh is my favorite person to debate with. <laughs> we sit in my living room because I have, I live in Denver. So okay. um, I have to get the Sunday ticket and I share it with him. He comes over. We do crock pots and just sit and yell at the TV. It's pretty inappropriate. It gets pretty loud. And sometimes aggressive so i'm excited to to hang out with you guys today i definitely am a uh avid listener i've been i've been paying attention to you guys for a while so it's it's fun to be on
2: appreciate it nicole uh justin where are you calling from you from minnesota are you in denver where the heck are you today
1: from winnipeg today awesome winnipeg so luckily we do have a lot of big vikings contingent out here in winnipeg so there's always people to uh you know to have over for games and celebrate when we win and you know, drown your sorrows in when we um, disappointing loss, but yeah, no, I'm very excited. Same with Nicole. I've been listening to you guys forever now, and just appreciate all the content you guys you guys throw out there. It's great to listen to. Hey man,
2: appreciate you guys for uh, supporting and coming on. Um, yeah, it, it's actually kind of mind blowing to me. I feel like you know when I've, when I've been starting to do this off season VentLine show after the season ended. Uh, I, I would say it used to be like kind of split, and now I feel like it's seventy like seventy to seventy five percent of the fans and guests that come on the show aren't. F- residing in minnesota they might have been there at some point in their lifetime but like the majority of them are actually outside of mn and obviously you know football is supreme and everyone loves the nfl but i am just like mind blown at the amount of vikings fans um i i grew up in minneapolis st paul my entire life and i've only and haven't really left the state ever so uh it, it, it's pretty crazy to see all these cool vikings fans were represented all over the place justin in winnipeg and nicole down in denver so i'm a big fan of it thank you guys for supporting
0: yeah, well we can't get the content here, you know, we get all the <laughs> local stuff, but we get we don't get the same attention uh, paid to our Vikings in Denver than True. you know, obviously we have those Broncos here. Well, so you, you got I, know I know you I know you're got a tenny. fan, yes. We we definitely switch players in a lot of different <laughs> sports here. So it's it's fun to watch them when they do come here. But it's you guys are easy to get to, so I'm going to you every time. And Love it. It's easy and it's fun. So thank, thank you. Awesome. Thank you again.
2: Thank you, Nicole. All right. You know, a lot of people say here on Purple Daily, if you two have listened enough, uh, from, especially from our YouTube comments uh, edition. Or even just see any of our Twitter, social media feeds that uh, we're always way too negative on the Vikings. I don't think we're necessarily too negative. We're just more realistic. We're not going to pump you up uh, with rainbows and butterflies. We just like to have a real conversation and we have expectations for this team. So actually, I'm glad both of you are on here because it gives the fans a voice too as well. So I'll start with Nicole. Um, Give me what you are most positive about going into this Viking season or just the most positive thing that you can hold to uh, with the 2021 Vikings.
0: Well, I'll go with the biggest one, the most obvious. I would say is the the defense will be watchable again. I mean, last year we kind of went into it going, all right, you know, after all those injuries, you thought, okay, this is kind of a wasted year. Let's get those rookies out there and get them some work. This year, it's it it looks like it's going to be fun again. I mean, we can watch sacks and the the confident the confidence that that's going to bolster and help these kids to learn how to have fun and play and not just like learn, learn, learn. It's it's actually like. Taking the ball and dunking it. I mean, get out there, get after the quarterback. I'm just excited to watch him get after the quarterback again.
2: I love that. Yeah. I mean, Daniel Hunter's absence last year is probably the biggest loss the Vikings had. Uh they they had absolutely no help on the press on the defensive line to get pressure the quarterback. Uh, no. because of that, the cornerbacks also suffered. Uh the Vikings were just absolutely the run ran was a mess. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> everything the pass there was no pass coverage. It was like the, everything was a mess. It was, I think they're going to they're gonna be all right this year. They're going to be fun to watch on that end of the field anyway, for sure.
2: Yeah, he's he's a linchpin, and Daniil's back. And I'm curious, maybe Everson Griffin does re-sign here. Maybe yeah. one of these younger yeah. guys in, in DJ Wanham steps up big time. But I'm curious what the other side of that yeah. line looks like. But you're, well, you're right, Daniil a, Hunter the, getting after is going to be fun.
0: They have a vocal leader again. I was worried when Ev left because he was the vocal leader. We just really lacked that. He, can't, he brought so much energy. And now we have... Uh, What's that cornerback's name again? Not Breland. Pat P. Pat P. We have Pat P over there to, to add that energy and possibly have again. I mean, that's nothing but good news for us. So I'm looking forward to seeing some of that, some, some stars again get out there and get after it and, and just bring some hype.
2: I love it. Uh, Justin, what you about you, man? All the way up in Winnipeg. What's the most positive thing you can say down here uh, to the Purple in Minnesota?
1: Yeah, Nicole kind of stole my thunder. The, the defense is going to be very exciting to watch again this year. But more specifically, what I'm looking for is just that interior defensive line. Because growing up, you know, early 2000s, watching the Williams wall, yeah. you know, we had we had never really any concerns over stopping the run. And then last year was just a complete oh. disaster. Just getting gashed over and over again. You know, that Christmas Day game, Alvin Kamara oh. ruined my Christmas. <laughs> six <laughs> touchdowns on us. So I think just being able to have, you know, Dalvin Tomlinson, Michael Pierce healthy again, and then a rotation with Sheldon Richardson in there. Like, I think, I hope Vikings fans remember what he looked like when he was here a couple years ago, Mm -hmm. because I feel like every game he would make, you know, one or two plays where he just blow up a run right in the backfield, forcing fumbles, everything. He did it all. So I think seeing that interior defensive line, just get back to kind of historic Vikings football, smash mouth, you know, stopping the run on early downs and then having Daniel come off the edge on late downs—it's—it's going to help the defense as a whole. How Nicole was saying, with you know, it's all interconnected with the um with the coverage and everything, and help out those young cornerbacks. Bringing the veterans like Pat Pete is going to be instrumental, but I think it all really starts with that interior D line.
2: Yeah, I mean, I. I... Same thing that you were saying, Justin. Growing up a Vikings fan the early 2000s, the Williams wall, Jared Allen. Um, even after that, the Vikings still always had great pass rush. And last year was the first time it actually looked very suspect and to your point about Christmas being ruined and Alvin Kamara scoring six touchdowns, it felt like the, the whole reason they went out and got uh, Dalvin Tomlinson and Sheldon Richardson and all these guys and Michael Pierce is back because they literally said that can never happen again. And, and I, I, I'm, I'm sure that was a lot of Zimmer, but they literally said that will never. I don't know what will be, you know, record wise. And if we're going to a Super Bowl, but that kind of performance will never happen against my defense ever again. Mike Zimmer said, I'm sewing up that that defensive line.
1: Yeah, no, I I think you're bang on that Zimmer. Zimmer made sure that no matter what, he's not going to be embarrassed like that again.
2: I like it. Uh, transitioning to the offensive side of the football, uh, you know, they get the Colts on Saturday here. And Jake Browning obviously was thrown in the fire when all the quarterbacks had to go on the COVID list. And he was you looked pretty good in practice, was very admirable. He played well. But then Kellen Mond stepped up a little bit here in practice. Pro- coaches are praising him a little. Um, and obviously he's a rookie quarterback, but Jake Browning with next to no little NFL experience. I'm kind of curious what you guys think who wins this backup quarterback job. Um, and I know Saturday's probably going to tell a, a good tale of that, whether it's Kellen Mond, whether it's Jake Browning, or maybe even someone off the street or they find someone via trade when the season gets closer. So, Nicole, I'll start with you. Who do you think ends up backing up Kirk when it's week one in the regular season in Cincinnati?
0: Well, I'm not ready to give up on Jake yet, but I think I kind of have in my head. Um, I don't think he's got the experience, and it, it, he just looked frazzled. I mean, I it, it's it's about what happens under the lights, and I'm just really worried that we're going to have three, four games where we're maybe not going to have uh, cousins for whatever reason. I think we need to go somewhere and l- watch that waiver wire. I thought maybe we would give um, an er- interview to Josh Allen, just get dropped or something, but um, – I don't know. I, I think we need to look somewhere where it's a non threatening, maybe older quarterback who's had a had some had some experience under his belt that's we know what we're gonna get, but it's not gonna be horrible. You know, this you don't know what you're gonna get with Ma, with Mond or Browning and Mond is I don't want him out there yet. It just you, you throw him out there and if Kirk Kirk, we know how he is under pressure, we throw him out there. <laughs> And Kirk gets under pressure, and all of a sudden the stadium starts saying, "Mon, Kellen, Kellen, yeah. I, I don't want that to happen because that he's, he doesn't do well with that. And we need him to do well. He needs him to do well this year especially. So I think probably we're going to end up – I'd like us to go somewhere and just get a – old washed-up quarterback that's got a couple of games left in him.
2: Yeah, just uh, I'm, I'm kind of with you there too, Nicole. I mean, even if it's not – I, I kind of don't want Kellen Mond to be thrown in the fire a little bit. You can ruin no, rookie and young early. quarterbacks very early. I know you're rocking yeah. a Dante Culpepper jersey. I don't know. Is that Dante? Love that's that. Dante. Love it's that. worn out, man. Yeah. <laughs> I about to say, give him a call. I would love to see yeah. Dante back he, on the team.
0: I bet he's got a couple. He's got an arm. I mean, just throw it out there. We got the receivers. We just uh, – I don't know. I don't know what to I mean – I just don't want Kirk to feel he's He's our quarterback this year. We have to, right. it, he is there. So I don't want to put any more pressure on him than he already has. And with this COVID stuff going on, we really don't know what's going to happen with our team or anybody else's. I think we need to be prepared there.
2: Uh, Justin, what do you think, man? Who do you think ends up backing up Kirk when the season opens in Cincinnati?
1: I say like, at this point, I feel like the only real option is Jake Browning and, you know, might be unfortunate, but, you know of all the criticism that Kirk gets he has been extremely reliable and i know the whole covid thing and you know the vaccination stuff throws a bit of a curveball into that this year but you know with the injury concerns being so low and just looking at what's out there in terms of a potential backup quarterback like the pickings are slim it is too bad that we didn't go after something earlier in the offseason like i know like, Joe Flacco was available, Jacoby Brissett, some something, some guys like that who do have experience and can kind of give you a bit more than, you know, getting Blake Bortles off the wire. I, I just feel like if Kirk were to miss a game or two or three, no matter what, we're in a lot of trouble, number one, and number two would be, the game plan would be completely let's run Dalvin into the ground, 30-35 right. carries. <laughs> So uh, well, I think at this point it would be Jake Browning. Um, hopefully throughout the season, though, Kellen Mond, you know, he's been showing better in practice. He looked decent in a completely stripped down playbook just coming back from the COVID in the first preseason game. So hopefully he can learn and develop throughout the year and gain a better understanding of the playbook. But I, I think at this point it's it's pretty much got to be Jake Browning.
2: Yeah, and I think people also underestimate, um, to your point, Justin, of of waiting so long to get the right backup quarterback, right? Like Philly just said, hey, we're going to sign Joe Flacco right away. And, and Jalen Hurts uh, started a handful of games, but we're going to have a little competition here. We're going to make things easier on him. Um, and I think the second part, too, and it gets kind of slept on in football. It's not like. Any other sport where in baseball, you know, you sign a guy off the street and he can go one for four for you and fill in a hole in your lineup. Like quarterbacks and learning the playbook and learning the rhythm and learning all this nuanced stuff. It's not just taking, hiking a ball, taking three steps and throwing it around. Um, There's, there's literally studying that has to go into it. And whether you assign a backup off the street or not, uh, he's basically going to be behind the eight ball. Um, So, I know there's been some debunks of that, you know, what Sam Bradford stepped in here a week before the season, played pretty admirable in an eight and eight year, but I think that's more of a rarity. That's not going to happen. So them not getting a backup quarterback uh, earlier in the spring or pre-draft, yeah, I think it does hurt them. Um, Kirk has been durable, that's been great, but now with this extra external issue with COVID, or just even regardless without COVID, he's one play away from from a from Jake Browning or Kellen Mann being thrown in the fire. And that is a little scary. That is a little scary for, for Vikings fans, and they probably should be worried a little bit about that. Um, mm-hmm. Looking at the NFC North, Aaron Rodgers is going to play for the Packers, this quote-unquote last dance, if you want to call it that, uh, in Green Bay. Uh, Detroit, although Dan Campbell looks like he's going to be a quote machine, and I'm excited to see what he says after every single game. I'm not threatened by the Detroit Lions. Um <laughs> Hey, the Bears, you never know. Uh, if Justin Fields is legit, this actually could be a sane sleeping giant because that defense is still pretty good. But at the same time, I, I still think the Vikings have the edge. So I want to know from you guys, we'll start with Nicole. Um, do you feel like the Vikings are the favorites in the North? Kind of where do you see, how How do you see this division shaking out?
0: Well, we started off positive. I hate to be negative, but I don't. Um, I really think that Rodgers has something to prove again this year, which is bad news for us. Um, he's going to come out and he's going to do what he does. And it's, you know, Kirk does too. And let's hope that he maybe turns a corner, but he hasn't yet. And I'd say proof's in the pudding. You guys got to put it out there. You you have to prove that you're better. You're not, you're not going to get that, that favorite, um, especially before the season starts against him, the, the MVP of last year, as far as the rest of them. I mean, the bears are always, a, they start off great. And then, they, uh, and then blah, you never know. And then the lions, uh, they have I you know I almost feel bad for them it's just always a, a crapshoot on what's going to happen with them so I really think we're going to be a solid second but I um, mean a possibly a first you never know this is a crazy time we're living in who knows what can happen but uh yeah going in number two for now the Packers have us unfortunately I hate to say it but that's my
2: take, I guess. Yeah, when uh, when they made these offseason additions and the, and the drama was at an all time high in Green Bay, I kind of thought the same thing. I thought the oh. Packers were going to come down to earth pretty damn hard if Blake Bortles or Jordan Love had to be thrown into there. And now I know. Um, I, I think it's you know I don't think like the Packers have a stranglehold. I guess if if you no. want if if you want to list it, yeah, they're probably the favorites. I don't think it's by much. The way I kind of look at the division is. Um, is its base going to be like it used to be in a, the black and blue division, as they used to call it back when I was a kid. You know, it's going to be, I don't see any team really winning more than 10 games. I think everyone's going to beat up on each mm-hmm. other outside of the Lions, probably being in the basement. One through three are kind of up for grabs right now. And I'm curious to see how it goes. Justin, what do you think though, man? Do you think the Vikings are the favorites in the North or do the Packers still have it?
1: Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll go the opposing view this time. And I'll, I'll try <laughs> to be a bit positive on this side of thing. You know, Green Bay, uh, their schedule is a bit tougher than the Vikings. Just being, you know, that first place in the division last year, they're going to have to play a bit of a tougher schedule on that end. Uh, on the other side of it, too, all the additions that we made on defense, I think, are going to really help the Vikings this year. Whereas, you know, Green Bay made some minor additions here and there. Like, you know, bringing in Randall Cobb and Devin Funches don't really scare me too much. Plus, uh, them losing Bakhtiari for the year, I think, is really going to hurt them. And You know, with us bringing Daniel back and getting him back and healthy. Those two games are are really up for grabs. Uh, In the Zimmer era, we have played Aaron Rodgers very tough, too. I I think we have a 500 record against them, which is, you know, which is great considering how, you know, dominant they've been the last four or five years. So with all that being said, I think think we can say that we're the favorite this year. Uh, You know, all things hold up. We get our O-line shirt up. Hoping the young guys can come and step in, you know why? Why not? And and to that point, I I don't I'm not scared of Detroit at all, and I I think Chicago, that defense is getting older. Yeah. You know, Justin Fields does look exciting, but I I think they're still they're still a few years away from their peak. And at that point, if their defense falls off, you know what what are they going to really look like? So Chicago still I I still think we're going to end up losing in Soldier Field as <laughs> is tradition, but they always do. Yeah, but other, other than that, I, I don't think Chicago is a playoff team this year. So I, I think I'll put us at number one in the division.
2: Then. I love it. I love the optimism there, man. Yeah, I, I do think uh, it's Vikings and Packers as as one and two, how you want to say who's one or who's two. Um, but if, yeah, Justin Fields scares me a little bit. But also the the thing that, that like reels me back in with Justin Fields possibly being legit is it, it's Matt Nagy. And it's, and, and it's, and it's that company who are evaluating this quarterback. Like everyone always rags on the Vikings for not being able to find a franchise quarterback. Chicago Bears are right there in the mix and have had as many quarterbacks as I've had birthdays. I'm 28 years old. Like it's, it's not, it's, it's insane how much, uh, how many players have come, come and gone through there at the quarterback position for the Bears. So yeah, I'd be more worried about the Packers, but I, I do think the Vikings should, if everything goes according to plan, right? Uh, they they should absolutely win the division. So Nicole, I'll ask you this too: uh, if when you look at the 17 game schedule and you look at if the Vikings are the favorites, what is your final record prediction uh, for the Vikings in 2021?
0: So I'm leaning towards nine and eight. Um, I really think it's kind of going to be a roller coaster this year. We have a tough schedule. Uh, it's and we're not as deep in certain areas. We all know which ones they are. I won't bring them up, but. Um, I don't, I think nine and eight, and I really think it's going to be a slog fest. I mean, it's just, it, it's going to be hard again this year. We're getting, there's going to be a lot of question marks. There's going to be a lot of people in and out. It's going to be unpredictable. So I, I was, I want to say 10 and seven. I want to say that, but I, I kind of agree with you, Declan, on the, on the, it, it being a real close. I, I think nine and eight is a pretty reasonable expectation. It could go either way, though. I mean, you just never know.
2: Justin, what do you think, man? What is your uh, final record prediction for 2021?
1: Yeah, seeing as I was optimistic on the last one, I'll, I'll keep being optimistic. I'll, I'll say eleven and six. I, I think our schedule is difficult, and there's some tricky games in there. But I think the home field advantage is going to be huge this year. I can't wait to you know be able to watch on TV. Hopefully, come down you know once we open our borders. Hopefully, get down there for a game or two this year because it's it's just going to be rocking in that stadium. The home field advantage is going to be back. There's not going to be – Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be able to draw the, the guys offside at home anymore like last year. So it was just so frustrating. But I'll, I'll say 11 and 5.
2: Yeah, I, I, I had 11 wins too. I know. I'm not, I'm with you, dude. I haven't gotten the 17 math in my schedule at all. Math is 16 games for my first 27, 28 years. Ready hard enough. Now you're going to add another game into this equation. Um, I had 11 wins too originally after the offseason and in the early parts of summer. And now I'm, I'm kind of with Nicole. I think it's probably 9. <laughs> I think it's probably 9 or 10 wins at the very, very, very most. Um, Just the way this division is shaping up and the way this offseason is kind of ending in the preseason, um, I think it's going to be a dogfight to win that NFC North. And yeah, if they can get some home field advantage cooking and you get a home playoff game, well, U.S. Bank's one of the best home field advantages in the NFL. And if they can at least get that wild card weekend at home, I mean, yeah, you're talking about a legit chance to hopefully make a run in the postseason. So I agree. I think probably nine to nine to ten wins is probably more accurate. I would love if it's eleven, Justin. I'm with you there. Um, we'll have to wait and see, but I'm, I'm I'm really excited for this Viking season and this obviously preseason game against the Colts on Saturday will be a fun one as well. It's still football, even though I know like 31 starters sat out last week. It sounds like actually we'll get to see some starters and some resemblance of normalcy, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to watch some football this weekend against the Colts and the pre and the regular season opener as well against the Bengals here in about two or three weeks. Uh, I do like to give a shout-out to both of you. So, Nicole, I'm going to give you 60 seconds to give a shout-out or one last take to anything you want here. The uh, floor is yours.
0: Uh, Go likes. I just want to give a shout-out to my family, and uh, let's win one this year. Why not us? Um, Shout-out to my brother, of course. I'm sure he'll be watching when it comes up. Uh, my favorite uh, debate buddy and my parents, even though they switched sides, they still came to the Broncos-Vikings game with us a couple years ago at U.S. Bank, and it was an amazing experience. Shout out to you guys there at Score North who give us this content. So thank you so much.
2: Awesome. Appreciate that, Nicole. Are they, are they, are they Broncos fans? Is that where they jump ship?
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. So they, they switched. And then they're but oh but we're still so what like I <laughs> cheer for the Broncos if they're not playing the Vikings sure. they do the opposite which okay. is just yeah it's it's hard to well
2: with with, with my guy Teddy B and even Drew Locke being there I might be a pseudo <laughs> yeah. I might be with your parents here I might be a pseudo Broncos yeah. fan for 2021 just to see. See what it's happens. good
0: football environment down here in Bron- in Broncos country. There's a lot of Vikings fans down here, so Love that. I, I have a good time. My friends think I'm a little annoying, which is why I stay home and watch the games. <laughs> but uh, I have I've been down to Invesco or whatever they call it now uh, a few times, and it's it's a good time. They got a, a real good tailgating
1: experience down there.
2: Awesome, Justin. What about you, man? You got anyone you want to shout out here in the next sixty seconds, or one last take you want to give?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, again, like Nicole, thank you to you guys, you know, Score North. You guys just provide us so much great Vikings content, especially for people who don't live in the Twin Cities. It's just awesome to listen to. Um, yeah, I just like to say, you know, if you guys get bored of watching this preseason football, tune into a CFL game or two. Uh, we get really the viewers, you know, we're back. Um, you know, Minnesota, we're only about seven hours away from Winnipeg. You could pick up my Winnipeg blue bombers as your, you know resident fan base it would be great but yeah no looking forward to the season can't wait and there's nothing like like nfl football
2: i know man i feel you i, I would love to get up to a jets game i'm a big hockey fan obviously as well so i'd love to see a wild and jets game uh they're now that they're back in the division like you said borders got to reopen things gotta get back to normal but yes also cfl don't forget about some cfl football i i, I don't blame you there don't blame me at all. Just, just got to
1: shout it out. Yeah. Just got to give him Someone's got to
2: give him some love. You know there's other people in our comments saying, why did you guys ever talk Winnipeg Blue Bombers? I know there's probably other people in there, so I hear you. I feel you. Yeah, I I've know. been to
0: Winnipeg, Justin. I, I'm from North Dakota, just in between Fargo and, and, uh, and uh, yeah, right on the eastern side. So I've been to Winnipeg a couple of, a couple of times when I was younger. We used yeah, to run no, up there because the age was a little – drinking
1: when i was there no it's it's great we've had our our stadium open full capacity and everything the games have been fantastic so far it's just been electric so now i can't wait to see it see it on the other end and see you guys get to enjoy those uh those full pack stadiums again
2: Love it. Uh, Nicole, Justin, thank you so much for, uh, for coming on Vikings Vent Line. Uh, for anyone who wants to come on a future episode, we have a couple more left before the regular season starts, and we'll be doing traditional Vent Line with Mackie Judd and myself the moment after Vikings game ends. Uh, shoot me an email. It's scrolling across that bottom of the screen for our YouTube audience Vikings Vent Line at gmail.com. Uh, we'll also be breaking down the preseason game against the Colts on Sunday as well with Mackie and Judd, and plus some fun announcements as well as we uh, hopefully have a, a, a kind of a new a new uh, stable of shows and a new uh, fun announcement we're going to be bringing out here in a couple weeks on Purple Daily as well, so stay tuned for that. But for Nicole, for Justin, I'm Declan Goff. Thank you for uh, listening to Vikings Ventline. Hit that subscribe button, and we appreciate you, and we'll be back tomorrow.